0: From Upstate Medical University in Syracuse, New York, I'm Amber Smith. This is HealthLink on Air. The COVID 19 infection can affect the kidneys, so I'm talking about that with Dr. Sri Narsapur. He leads the Department of Medicine at Upstate, and he's also the Division Chief of Nephrology. Welcome to HealthLink on Air, Dr. Narsapur. Thank you, Amber. So, what is the role of a nephrologist on the team of caregivers looking after people with COVID 19 infections?
1: A nephrologist is a specialist in kidney disease. The role of the nephrologist on the team is largely supportive. We are called in when the doctors who are taking care of a patient with COVID or any patient for that matter detect or are puzzled by findings suggestive of a disorder in normal kidney function. So we are a consultative service.
0: Do you end up Uh, taking care of everyone who comes in with COVID-19 or not necessarily if they don't have kidney problems?
1: No, not necessarily. Roughly between 10 and 30 percent of people who come in have some evidence of kidney dysfunction, and we might not even see all of those patients. So we definitely see a small but very important group of patients who come in Important because the kidney dysfunction that is detected is often an indicator of severity of illness. And that tips us off to a number of downstream events that could occur.
0: So, can this infection lead to kidney failure in people that were otherwise healthy?
1: The infection can lead to kidney failure as well as the treatment. Sometimes there's evidence that the infection causes some damage to the kidney itself. In addition, the treatment for COVID, especially when people have pulmonary or lung involvement, is to try to dry them out so their lungs aren't filled with fluid. That way you can keep them off the ventilator or improve the oxygen that they absorb. In doing in doing so, in trying to dry somebody out, in restricting their fluids, the kidney can sometimes be an innocent bystander. So if the kidney has a low amount of blood flow to it because you are drying out a patient so to speak, it can become a little bit traumatized and over time it can be damaged resulting in short-term damage to the kidney itself.
0: So short-term meaning it is reversible?
1: Yes. In a healthy person. Other things being stable, the kidney damage is typically reversible and largely dictated by the course of the COVID infection itself. If the COVID infection is not reversible, then the kidney is going to have downstream problems.
0: Oh, interesting. Now, this applies to someone in the hospital, correct? I'm just wondering if someone is at home with the COVID-19 infection, are they at danger for this?
1: A healthy person who's at home who acquires COVID is at very low danger for having kidney problems. It's typically a problem that develops and uh, blossoms in the hospital due to a lot of factors, including the intensity of the infection. So you have to have a pretty strong infection before you end up with kidney damage um, if you haven't had it already.
0: So how do you tell, in hospitalized patients, how do you tell that their kidneys are being affected?
1: In hospitalized patients, it's relatively easy because, A, we have blood tests that are a very good indicator of kidney function and dysfunction. B, we have very close monitoring of blood pressure, urine output weights so we can see what the fluid balance is in a patient. And knowing all of these things gives us a lot of good objective information on assessing a patient's kidney function in the hospital under supervised conditions.
0: Are there any warning signs for people who are not in the hospital? How would they know that they're having problems with their kidneys?
1: That's a very interesting question because as with all kidney disease, not just with kidney disease related to COVID, the kidneys are a silent actor, so when they go out of out of normal function, people can't feel it. There is no easy signal. Many people are concerned that their urine output might fall, and that's true, but that's a very late finding. So the important take-home point is, The kidney dysfunction associated with any disease, diabetes, hypertension, uh, uh, any kind of thing that could predispose to kidney disease, including COVID, is silent. And it's only detected by measurements um, that are performed in in the lab. That said, people won't develop kidney disease from COVID typically unless they have pretty strong COVID itself. So something else will probably bring you to attention and they will discover that you have kidney problems um, as, a, as a consequence of that.
0: You're listening to Upstate's HealthLink air. I'm your host, Amber Smith, talking with Dr. Sri Narsapur. He's the Division Chief of Nephrology at Upstate. And we're talking about the impact of the novel coronavirus on the kidneys. Now, I wanted to ask you why people who have kidney disease to begin with are at greater risk during this pandemic?
1: People who have kidney disease at baseline are at greater risk. Part of the reason is that kidney disease is often precipitated by other diseases that also put you at increased risk for developing COVID. For example, diabetes and hypertension are two of the big ones. Anything that damages the blood lining, the endothelium, can cause damage to the kidneys, so people who smoke are also at increased risk for kidney problems and at risk for COVID. Once you develop kidney disease, your immune system is slightly compromised, so you can't fight off infections as well as you might have if you didn't have kidney disease, so you're starting out behind the eight ball. Somebody with kidney disease who acquires a COVID infection that might be relatively mild in somebody without kidney disease is going to be at increased risk for developing major complications, including the need to get hospitalized and potentially the need to getting intubated and being put on a breathing
0: machine. So someone with a weakened immune system not only is more susceptible to the infection, but if they do get COVID-19 they may have a rougher time with it.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: Well, let me ask you this. If someone is taking immunosuppressants, knowing all of this, the risk, should they keep taking them now even though it's depressing their immune system?
1: Well, the immunosuppressants are being provided for a specific reason. It might be that somebody has um, a disease like lupus, or it might be that they have a kidney transplant. The immunosuppressants are very carefully studied and monitored. They have a lot of background track history, and they're providing a service. Stopping the immunosuppressants exposes the patient to a true definite risk of having their disease state proceed out of control, maybe losing their kidney transplant. The theoretical benefit of reducing the risk of COVID is probably not as great as the real risk of losing your um, kidney transplant or the benefit of the immunosuppressant. So I would say absolutely people should not stop or even reduce their immunosuppression Everybody has this caveat of uh, c- 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 talk to your doctor before making any changes in your medicines. But I would almost go so far as to say, just don't do it.
0: Just don't do it. Okay. Well, you mentioned kidney transplant or kidney recipients um, are part of that population. Are kidney transplants still being done during the pandemic?
1: Kidney transplants are still being done. They are being done in a very cautious very careful fashion, both the donor and the recipient get tested before the transplant, and we try to minimize any risk of transmission of COVID during the procedure, obviously that said, there are cases of COVID transmission, and those patients have not necessarily done poorly. They've made it through, but it's just a very few case examples, and um, it's nothing to feel particularly reassured about. As time goes by, we'll be able to understand who is uh, at higher risk and who's at lower risk and what the risks and benefits are in any given situation. But as you can imagine, some transplants are not particularly elective, like a heart transplant or a lung transplant or even a liver transplant is not something you can sit and wait on. So it may be a situation where we have to bite the bullet and just do it. We don't do those transplants here, but in other centers, they are starting to move ahead because they know that if they do nothing, the patient will die. If they do something, they have a risk of acquiring COVID, but it's, um, it's sort of being caught between a rock and a hard
0: place. Wow. Well, what, do you, what would you say are the special precautions that someone with kidney disease should be taking during the pandemic?
1: I am happy to answer that question because I tell everyone the same thing. Kidney disease or not, the most important thing you can do is wash your hands and wash your hands again. The second most important thing is exactly what's been advised about physical distancing and trying to minimize your encounters with people who you're not seeing all the time. In other words, outside of your living situation. So I would definitely advocate for social distancing, wearing a mask, and washing your hands a million times a day its probably the single most important thing you can do.
0: Now, what do you say to someone who's on dialysis? They, I mean, they have to leave their home to go for dialysis, correct?
1: Yes, and we are doing dialysis on people three times a week. We have them come to the dialysis unit. A lot of patients are coming by private transportation. They come by their own family's car rather than public transportation. So that minimizes exposure. As soon as they walk into the unit, they get a mask. They are asked to wash their hands. Everybody in the unit is already masked and is washing their hands, and they are physically separated as much as possible. When they're done, they leave the unit, wash their hands, leave the unit, and get back into their car and go home. We tell them not to avoid going out, to avoid going to the grocery store or doing anything that they don't absolutely necessarily have to do. Their trip to the dialysis unit is their outing uh, three times a week, and that's it. So, we try to minimize exposure. From the evidence that I've seen, there is little to believe that people are actually picking up COVID in dialysis units because people are so careful and so aware, and the staff are so cautious about wearing gloves and hand washing. The higher likelihood is that there's. Um, there's infection acquired outside at doing kind of those routine mundane things like going to the grocery store or somewhere where other people might be
0: touching things. Well, thank you so much to Dr. Sri Narsapur. He's the division chief of nephrology at Upstate and he leads the Department of Medicine. I'm Amber Smith for Upstate's podcast and talk show, Health Link on Air.